Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Fam, I'm back with the word, okay? This has been, this has been a just, I don't y'all know, y'all since life just been on another level lately, okay? <laughs> I, the Lord, I just be like, Lord, take it. Just take it, Jesus, just take it. Because it's been just a time, okay? But your sis is never going too long. Do you hear me? She always big with a word, okay? Y'all always be on my heart. Even when y'all don't see me, y'all be on my heart. I be like, Lord, we need a word. We need a word. (laughs) But, uh, family, I want to tell you about, it was a dream slash vision that I had. And I just want to just do a call of repentance today. Remember, we say we call altar calls. This altar call that I'm calling for today is a call of repentance. Okay? Because I'm going to just tell you about this. It was a dream slash vision that I had. So the other night, I was sleeping. And I started having this dream. And it was like I was riding down the street or something. I just know I was just going towards these clouds, right? But inside of the clouds, it was shaped like the son of man, right? And in my dream, it was like Jesus, it wasn't, it was like, no, Jesus appeared out of the clouds. And everyone began to ascend. And what everyone was saying is every knee will bend and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And then, because like that dream was like a dream inside of a dream. So I woke up in that dream and I began to tell people who was with me in the dream what happened. And then I woke up. And I'm coming here and I'm bringing it to you that we are going into a season where every knee will have to bend and every tongue will have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Do you understand me? It wasn't saying bless who he blesses he that comes in the name of the Lord. That's not what people were saying. I heard everyone begin to say every knee will bend and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everyone will have to yield to the power of God that is going to be displayed through Christ Jesus. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? And I'm just calling for a call of repentance. And I need you to know when you are repenting, right? You were telling God you were going to turn away from these things. You were going to turn away from things. And you're going to live the way he told you to. That is what true repentance is. Do you hear me? When you ask God for forgiveness, that's when you are apologizing to God. Like, Lord, I am sorry for what I did. It was wrong. I can see how wrong it was, Father. I repent. That means I turn from my wicked ways. And I choose to follow your ways, God. That's what true repentance is, okay? I think a lot of people just say, oh, I repent. But they never really dig deep on what true repentance is, right? So I had that dream a couple days ago, and it just troubled me, right? It just troubled me. And I began to think about like how Daniel would have visions, and it would trouble him. And it wasn't like it troubled me in a bad way. It was like I couldn't shake it. I just couldn't shake that dream. Obviously, I knew God had a word, but what I do is I let the Spirit of God lead me. I don't never lead the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God leads me. So I was just like, it's not time for me to speak about it yet. But today, the Lord had released me. But yesterday, I was... um, was it yesterday? No, it was the day before yesterday. 
I was going to get me something to eat. And I just, listen, I'm driving. I'm driving, looking up this Bible verse because it came to me. It came to me what the Lord was speaking to me through my dream. Like, not saying that the dream it's just you gotta you always gotta let God lead you because you can take your dream me one thing but God's taking you another way so I want to take you to Daniel chapter 7 right and let's do Daniel chapter 7 if I can find Daniel where you at um okay Daniel chapter 7 I'm gonna read you the whole thing okay Earlier during the first year of King Bezar, reign of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and saw visions as he lay in his bed. He wrote down a dream, excuse me, and that is what he saw. And this is what he saw. In my vision that night, I, Daniel, saw a great storm churning the surface of a great sea with strong winds blowing from every direction. So I'm going to stop right there. Because so, like I told you, in my life, it's just been some things going on in my life. And the one day I was on the phone with my sister and I told her, I was like, yo, something big is coming like it's something big i don't know what it is but something's big is coming i have that conviction in my spirit that something big is coming and she was like yo well, i was just in the store thinking the same thing so right there the lord confirmed right there something big is coming and then he confirmed it when i read this when i first read this um this uh verse two he said in my vision that night i daniel saw a great storm churning the surface of a great sea with strong winds blowing from every direction he saw a storm brewing he saw this storm churning do you hear me then four four huge beasts came out of the water each different from the others the first beast was like a lion with eagle wings as i watched its wings were pulled off and it left standing and it was left standing with two with his two hind feet on the ground like a human being and it was given a human mind then i saw a second beast and it looked like a bear it was rearing up on one side and it had three ribs in his mouth between its teeth and i heard a voice saying to it get up devour the flesh of many people so hold on, i want to stop right here because i got to tell you something that the lord he just brought back into my spirit and you people call this month pride month right and the Lord, he gave me the verse where it says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And the Lord is marking this month where he will start opposing the proud. You are going to see God opposing the proud, but you shall see the humble getting grace. You shall see people falling and people rising because the Lord opposes the proud. And I just wanted to bring that to you. I wanted to bring that to you that this is... Humanly, people are looking at this one way. Like when I see, when I see the rainbows everywhere, I don't think of what the world has for the rainbow. No, I think what God's promise was, and God promised that He wasn't going to flood the earth again. But what He was going to do is come back with fire. That's what He's doing now. He coming back with fire. No longer, He He said that's what the rainbow was for. No longer will he flood the earth. He ain't going to flood the earth next time. This time he coming back with fire. So when I see these flags uh, blowing, I don't think of, oh, let everybody love each other. Let everybody. That's not what I think. I think about God's promise and I think about repentance and how people need to turn away from their sins because God's not playing. Okay. God's not playing. People that was in Sodom and Gomorrah, they better off than what America, what this world is in. Do you hear me? They are better off and God. 
God let loose in Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you hear me? Lot's wife got turned into a pillar of salt looking back at Sodom and Gomorrah. And they're better off than what, what these people, what people are about to see God do. People that was in Sodom and Gomorrah is going to be looking at them like, dang, for real. Because God's not playing. God's not playing in every knee is going to bend to the name of Jesus, the whether you want to or whether you're not. You're going to bend and you're going to have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You're going to have to. And I, I had to take it there for a second because the Lord, he brought me there. And I'm going to say all that my father causes me to say. God opposes the proud and he gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God. You better humble yourself before God. You better go to him with weeping and mourning because he's not playing. The Lord, he said this to me the one night. He said, listen, I've told people to carry their cross and some people don't want to carry them. Some people don't want to carry the cross in their life. So now they're going to have to pay the cost. See, the Lord, he gave you a cross to carry for you to nail all your desires, all, all your passions, all of everything you want. The Lord gave you a cross to nail it to. He's saying you didn't want to do that. So now you're going to have to pay the cost. Now you got to pay the cost of the, of the, of the, of the, of the cross. You got to pay that cost now. And I, I had to take it there because, like I said, I'm all about my father's business. And I got to tell you what he told me, okay? God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Purify your hands. Purify your hearts. Stop, stop, turn away from your sins. No longer can you have one foot in and one foot out. You got to pick which one you going to do. Okay? Um and it says, then the third then the third of these strange beasts appeared and it looked like a leopard. It had four bird wings on its back and it had four heels. Great authority was given to this beast. Then in my vision that night, I saw four beasts. Ter- I saw a fourth beast, terrifying, dreadful, and very strong. It devoured and crushed its victims with huge iron teeth and trampled their remains beneath its feet. It was different from any other beast and it had ten horns. As I was looking at the horns, suddenly another small horn appeared among them. Three of the first horns were torn out by the roots to make room for it. This little horn had eyes like human eyes and a mouth that was boasting arrogantly. I watched as these thrones were put in place and the ancient one sat down to judge. His clothing was as white as snow. His hair like the purest wool. Listen, he says that the ancient one sat down to judge. Who, if that don't do something to your spirit. Listen, one day, and it's, 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 I one day and it's coming sooner than later you don't got all this time that you think you have sooner sooner than later god is going to judge your life he's going to judge everything you have done every idle word you have spoken god is going to judge you if that don't do enough 
to get you to um want to turn from your wicked ways i don't know what will because god got power to destroy your soul in hell and i'm not saying this because i'm not listen i gotta be real with you first off because that's the truth god got the power but you should want to turn from your sins because you love him not because you are afraid of going to hell i mean hell is an option hell's on the table but you should want a relationship with god the relationship with god will help you turn from your sins it'll make you want to do better it will make you want to be better it will help you become what you want to be the power of god will get you off of drugs the power of god will get you off of alcohol the power of the power of god what did i say did i say the power of god the power of God will get you off of drugs and alcohol. The power of God will get you off of uh, your lustful desires, off of off of um, all this fornication, all of this wild party. The power of God will change it. You just have to surrender. You just got to surrender to God. That's it. That is it. The only way I can, I, I have to put on the righteousness of Christ. I am not righteous in my own. I can't do nothing to be righteous, but I choose to dress myself in the righteousness of Christ. I choose to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me through this life. That's what I choose to do. It's not on my own command. It's not on my own authority, but it's by the power of Christ Jesus that I'm able to do the things that I do. Because listen, I was listening, I was watching this short, right, on YouTube. It was Billy Graham. And he said, the closer you get to Christ, the more sinful you realize you are. And that is the truth. The more and more closer I get to the Lord, the more sinful I see I am. The more I know I need, I need salvation. I need him to help me. So don't sit here and be like, well, I just can't stop. That's what the blood is for. It's to allow the Lord to move in your life. Let the Holy Spirit take over. That is what the cost of the, of the cross was. That's what Jesus paid for. He paid for your sins. He, he, he sent you the advocate. You just have to receive it. But some people don't want to do that. So the wages of your sin is death. Somebody got to pay. You can either let Jesus pay or guess what? You got to pay. Which one are you going to pick? Turn from you as I don't care what you did. Or are you going to lay it down on the altar today? We don't, We are setting up a supernatural altar today in the presence of God right now. Will you lay all of your sins at this altar? And will you receive the righteousness of Christ today? What will you do? Will you let go of the pills? Will you let go of, 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 of um, the, the fornication? Will you let go of all the idols that you got in your life? Will you let go of the cigarettes? Will you let go of the alcohol? Will you let go of overeating? Will you let those things go? All you have to do is say, Lord, I give it to you. That's all you got to do. It's so easy. A child can do it. That's why the Lord says you have to become like a child to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Because all I have to do right now, I can go tell my kids. I can say, you know what? I'm about to take your iPad from you because you didn't clean your room. But if you clean your room, I'll let you keep them. My kids going to get the moving in that room. Do you feel me? They going to be in there moving. They going to be like underlay, underlay. They going to get that 
room cleaned up. You know why? Because it's just that simple. They listened to the words that I said and they trust me. They trust that I wouldn't take their iPads from them because they did what I said. And it's the same thing with God. If you do what he said, you'll see the fruits in your life. He will do all that he has promised you, but you got to believe him. You got to receive him as a child. If I tell my kids, let's go, we out. We about to go somewhere. They might be like, oh, well, where we going, mommy? But they hopping in the car. They just trusting me to take them wherever I'm taking them. I might tell you, you'll see when we get there. And then that's it. Because they receive me as a child. They don't want to keep on be like, but why? I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. They just get in the car. They put their seatbelts on and we out. And that's what God is calling you to do. Just trust him. Listen to him as a child listens to their parent. That's it. He does not want to destroy nobody. God doesn't want the wicked to be destroyed. That's not what he wants. He wants everybody to repent. That is the true heart of the father. He don't want nobody to be destroyed. But it's you decide that you want to be God. You decide that you want to live a life doing what you want to do. That's what leads you. That's what hardens your heart. You become God in your own life. And then there's no room for God to move. Because you feel like you got everything covered. God opposes the proud, but he will give grace to the humble. I just, I had to take it there because I I do not want to see nobody get judged. That's not what I want to see. I don't want to be sitting there and I hear God say, depart from me, from one of his souls. That is going to be heartbreaking. I wish, I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus that you shall hear a well done. But will you receive it? Will you receive the grace? It's right there in the scripture. God gives grace to the humble. It's in his grace that you will get a well done. It's in his grace. Mm, my God, so good. He sat on a fiery throne with wheels of blazing fire and a river of fire was pouring out, flowing from his presence. Millions of angels ministered to him. Many Many millions stood to attend him. The court began its session and the books were open. Mm, 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 mm. I need to take you there for a minute. Are you prepared for your book to be open in front of God? Are you prepared for that? Are you prepared for God to go over your book? And if it's anything within you that's, that, that's a little shook, if it's anything that's within you that's, that's causing you to be afraid, it's, it's time to get down on your knees into repentance. It's time to start pleading the blood of Jesus. It's time to start asking God to lead you. That's what it's for, okay? Because if it's anything in your heart, anything in your heart and you like oh no i don't want him to read my book it's time for you to get in the prayer circle it's time to get in the prayer circle in the prayer in the prayer spot it's time for you to order in the secret place wherever you got to go it's time to go there and you start talking to the lord don't listen to people that tell you that he don't talk back that's on them if they don't hear god but he will talk to you get it right because listen the lord is opening books 
he opening books. Listen, and I pray in the name of Jesus that your sins is blotted out. I pray that your sins is blotted out and not your name blotted out. That's what I pray for. Because he opening books. He's opening books, okay? I continued to watch because I could hear the little horn's boastful speech. I kept watching until the fourth beast was killed and his body was destroyed by fire. There go that fire again. What did I tell you? God said he not coming back with no flood. He coming back with fire. The other three beasts had their authority taken away from them, but they were allowed to live a little while longer. As my vision continued that night, I saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. Mm. Right there, right there, y'all, right there. Oh, and you know, you know what, what Bible verse hit me when it, when he said, no man knows the day or the hour, not even the son of man knows when the Lord like, let's go. We're going to go get him. We're going to go. We, we, we about to, we about to go. We about to go get him. That's what that, that made me think of, right? No man knows the day or the hour, but you just have to know that he's coming. He had, he's coming. And if you live every day as Jesus is coming. You you won't have to worry about when he get here. But if you live in your life like, well, I, I got a little bit more time to do what I want to do. No, that's when you should be like, he going to come like a thief to you. He's going to come like a thief in the night to you because you ain't prepared. But if you prepare for a thief, you going to know when you hear that door handle start jingling. You going to know something you hear that window start moving. You prepare for the thief. Do you hear me? And so will be when the son of man returns. Listen, but that's the part that I see in, in that vision that I had that he first it was the clouds, but then he appeared out of the clouds who I saw them coming on the clouds of heaven. I saw them appear, y'all. I saw them appear and I heard everybody say every knee will bend and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I heard that family. I heard that and that was it for that. It was it for that part of the dream. Then I told people in the dream what happened and I woke up. But I got to keep on reiterating this to you. That every knee is going to bend and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You are not Lord over your life. Jesus is Lord. Okay. You got to stop acting like you are the Lord over your life because you're not. Okay. Because you're not. It said he approached the ancient one and was led into his presence. He was given authority, honor, and sovereignty over all the nations of the world so that the people of every race and nation and language would obey him. His rule is eternal. It will never end. His kingdom will never be destroyed. Whew, Jesus. Hold up, y'all. I had to take that deep breath for a second because Jesus because Jesus y'all because Jesus because Jesus he he is coming with power do you hear me with a power that we have never seen before open your eyes and look at this world look at what's going on in the world Look, he he's shaking you. He's trying to get your attention because he told you what signs to look for. He told you what to look for before he before he appeared. He told you so you can be prepared. 
but he will come like a thief to all those who are not prepared. If somebody broke into your neighbor's house, right? Ain't you going to be on high alert after that? Because the science is there that, oh, y'all some thieves in this neighborhood. So I got to make sure I watch my surroundings. Well, the Lord is saying it's time for you to watch your surroundings because the signs are here. Ooh, then listen, now they're going to explain their vision. I, Daniel, was troubled by all I had seen and my visions terrified me. So I approached the one of those standing beside the throne and asked him what it all meant. He explained it to me like this. These four huge beasts represent four kingdoms that will arise from the earth. But in the end, the holy people of the Most High will be given the kingdom and they will rule forever and ever. Then I wanted, I wanted to know the true meaning of the fourth beast, the one so different from the others and so terrifying. It had devoured and crushed its victims with iron teeth and bronze claws, trampling the remains beneath its feet. I also asked about the ten horns on the fourth beast's head and a little horn that came up afterward and destroyed the three of the... And destroyed three of the other horns. This horn had seen greater than the others, and it had human eyes and a mouth that was boasting arrogantly. As I watched, this horn was waging war against God's holy people and was defeating them. Until the ancient one, the most high, came and judged in favor of his holy people. Who, Jesus? Then the time arrived for the holy people to take over the kingdom. Then he said to me, this fourth beast is the fourth world power that will rule the earth. It will be different from all the others. It will devour the whole world, trampling and crushing everything in its path. Its ten horns are ten kings who will rule that empire. Then another king will arise different from the other ten who will subdue three of them. He will defy the Most High and oppress the holy people of the Most High. He will try to change their sacred festivals and laws and they will be placed under his control for a time, times, and half a time. But then the court will pass judgment and all his power will be taken away and completely destroyed. Listen, family, like I told you this month, they want to say it's Pride Month. They want to say it's Pride Month. Listen, it is going to be a rising that you see and a falling that you see. Because you're going to see God's grace. And you're going to see God opposing. You're going to see both, okay? People are reaping what they sow, okay? Then the sovereignty, power, and all greatness of the kingdoms under the heaven will be given to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will last forever, and all rulers will serve and obey him. That was the end of the vision. I, Daniel, was terrified by my thoughts, and my face was pale with fear, but I kept these things to myself. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. I want to take you to Matthew 24, verse 30. Matthew 24, verse 30. This is Jesus speaking about the future. Jesus sitting there and his disciples is like, yo, what's going to point to you coming back? Like, what's the signs? And Jesus started telling them. But I want to take you to verse 30. And then at last, the sign that the son of man is coming will appear in the heavens. And there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with 
power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world. From the farthest end of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout. You know that the summer is near. In the same way when you see all these things. You can know his return is very near. Right at the door. We talked about the door. The hand just jingling. Because you, 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 know, you know somebody trying to turn the handle. You hear it jingling. Jesus is jingling the handle. Do you hear me? I tell you the truth. This generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the son himself. Only the father knows. Hold on, hold on. I want to take you. He says, so how, however, no one knows the day or hour. But if you go back up to the verse, it's verse 33 he says in the same way when you see all these things you can know his return is very near right at the door now i ain't telling you jesus is coming back tomorrow i ain't telling you he's coming back next week i ain't telling you he's coming back next month but i'm telling you what i see and i see what he said and he's saying what he's seen so that's letting me know i don't know the day or the hour but i know he at my door I know he at your door. I know he ready to he, he he ready to come with power and great glory. That's what I know. That's what I know. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going on going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away that is the way it will be when the son of man comes when jesus comes everybody's going to be just acting like it's a regular day people going to be thinking that they just living their best lives he's going to appear are you ready for that are you ready for him to appear Live your days like Jesus can appear. Don't live your days in fear. And if you live your days in the presence of God, there's nothing to be afraid of. Because God didn't give you a spirit of fear. But every time you you just gotta you gotta have a heart check with yourself. Am I living today? Like if Jesus was to appear, I would I would be ashamed or unashamed for him to appear. What do you want to be caught doing when Jesus appears? What you want to be caught doing? My bad. So it says, two men will be working together in a field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you, so you too must keep must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. You gotta keep watch, cause you, we don't know what day Jesus is coming. We just know that He's coming. Keep watch. That's that goes back to checking your heart. 
If it's a a, a a centimeter within you, a millimeter within you that got you double get that got you second guessing, if, if you will have salvation when the Lord appears, that you will be going with the Son of Man, that you will be reigning with Christ. If you have to second guess that for a second, it's time to go to your prayer closet. It's time to go award some things in the spirit. That's what it's time to do. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. When least expected, Jesus is going to appear. And the Lord, he's telling me that he want me to tell you that it's not just, don't just think naturally, spiritually, when you least expect. Jesus will come and appear to you. There's nothing to be afraid of. If you are living your life following the Holy Spirit, there's nothing for you to be afraid of. Because Jesus was just popping on the disciples. He just appeared, but boom, he was there. You feel me? When the Holy Spirit came, day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came like flames of fire. It just appeared. Boom. They wasn't expecting it. Be prepared. Stay ready so you don't got to get ready. A faithful, sensible, a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give responsibility of managing his household, his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while? And he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him in a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Oh, okay, y'all. He said it. He said it. I want to read y'all one more thing. This is my verse of the day the other day. Isaiah 12. It says, songs of praise for salvation. In that day, you will sing, I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. With joy, you will drink deeply from the foundation, the fountain of salvation. He says, with joy, you will drink the fountain of the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day, you will sing, thank the Lord, praise his name, tell the nations what he has done, let them know how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Let all the people of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy, for great is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you. Mm, praise God because he lives among you who Jesus he lives among you and he is getting ready to show you that he's always been there the Lord is opening books you hear me and he is repaying people back for what, what is according to in your books he's paying you back for it I pray in the name of Jesus that you will reap a harvest of good things. I, I pray 
that there will be no evil near your dwelling. That's what I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Because it's a terrible thing to fall in the wrath of God. It is a terrible thing. And I don't wish that on nobody. Except the devil. <laughs> Except him. That's the only one I wish it on is him. But everybody else, I don't wish that on uh, and his demons and his little running tell that. So I do wish it on them too. I do wish it on his demons and the devil. I do. And them principalities and them dark places and them unseen worlds. I wish the wrath of God on them. But that's all. I don't, I don't want the wrath of God on you, on your kids, on your auntie, on your uncle, on your daddy. I don't want that because it's not going to be a good, a pleasant sight. It's not going to be a pleasing aroma. When the wrath of God hits. That's why right now I'm calling an altar call. Whatever you are wrestling with within your heart. If it's anger. If it's bitterness. If it's jealousy. If it's envy. If it's pride. If it's whatever it is. Just lay it down. Lay it down right now. Because the the spirit of the Lord is dwelling among us right now. The presence of God is dwelling among us right now. Lay all of your sins down let the lord wash your garment let him cleanse you in the blood let him let him put on your your new garment let him do that i want to hear a well done when the lord when the lord calls your name i want him to say well done because that's what god wants he wants a relationship with you When Jesus says, depart from me, for I do not know you, it's because you never tried to have an intimate relationship with him. You ever meet somebody who know you and you're like, how do you know me? Because I don't know you. Like, how do you know my name? I don't know you. You know of me, but you don't know me. But they walk up to you act like they know you. Y'all, y'all been, y'all been back like uh, spinal cords and cords. That's how far y'all go back. That's how a person they act. And the whole time you like, I don't know who you are, but I'm gonna keep it cute. That's how it be when you 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 think that when the Lord opens these books, and the whole time he's like, I don't even know you. I don't remember talking to you. You know of me, but you don't know me. Because if you knew me, your book will be full of good things, says the Lord. Your book will be full of redemption, says the Lord. When I look at your book, I wouldn't see sin in it. That's what the Lord is saying. So I say, depart from me because you never got a chance to know me. You never gave, gave me a chance for you to get to know me. You always pushed me to the side. That's That's it. That's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. So, Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that each person that listens to this episode, Father, that you convict their heart, Father, that you convict their spirit, Lord, and that they shall bend, Father. They shall bend the knee to you, Lord, and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord in their life, Lord. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that each person that confesses their sins, Father, that they receive your forgiveness because the forgiveness is here lord i know you are a forgiving god i pray that they receive your forgiveness and they choose to live their life off of your grace father that they get to know you 
that they really turn away from their sins that they really repent father they truly repent for all of their sins and they choose to live how you said father how you said that's what i pray for your child listening lord i just pray that they just feel your your your, your presence father they feel you and they see you in the dark places lord in the name of jesus and father i give your name all the glory I give your name all the glory, Father. I give you all the glory, Lord. And that's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. So, family, I'm about to go as long as the, the Holy Spirit don't want me to say nothing else. <laughs> I, I pray that this word has blessed you. I pray that you receive Jesus as your Savior today. If you just believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And you just say that God rose up from the dead. You shall be saved. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Romans, hold up. I got you. Give me a second. If you confess at your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That's um, Romans 10, 9. If you clear at your mouth. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That's all you got to do. Go to Romans 10, 9. And just tell the Lord, show up supernaturally in my life, Father. Shine your light on all of my dark places, Father. I give you all of me. I don't give you some of me. I don't give you part of me. I don't just give you a little bit. I give you all of me, Jesus. I give you all of me. Have your way in my life. Say that to him. Say that to him, and he will not put you to shame, okay? All who call on his name will not be put to shame. I promise you that. Even if you feel like your situation is so helpless, you will not be put to shame. You will not, okay? Because I serve me a good God. Humble yourself before him. Humble yourself, and you will see his grace. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I had to humble myself in a plenty of situations. And when I humbled myself, I was able to see God's grace. <laughs> when I started sitting back and like, God, I'm going to let you handle that. I ain't going to try to be God no more. I'm going to let you handle it. I see his grace. And I said, yep, your grace show is sufficient. Your power certainly does work best in my weakness. And that's why I will always come on here and boast to you about the Lord. Because his power is made perfect in our weaknesses. And that's why I tell you to lay your weaknesses at the altar. Because God's power works best when you just give him your weakness. When you just give him the weaknesses, you give him time to move. You give him space to move. He big. He need room. He need room. <laughs> so I love y'all family so, 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 so much. And I want to just tell you, always remember, most importantly, Jesus loves you. I pray for you that you get to receive the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus will change you forever. Okay? I don't know how he do it. <laughs> but he do it. I tell people that all the time. I don't know how God does it, but he does it. I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. I don't know. I don't know, but he does. He will give you a desire to just, just for him. He will give you a hunger for him. He will give you a thirst for him. He will fill all the voids. I'm telling you. He will move things and shift things just to refocus you on him. Okay?
So, I'm going to really let y'all go, family, all right? Stay blessed. Stay prayed up. Stay in repentance, okay? Because you too shall see the Son of Man riding on the clouds from heaven. You're going to see that, okay? You're going to see it. And you will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, okay? So, I'm going to let y'all go now. All right, fam. Bye.